Welcome to the Irish Mummy Podcast, where we get real about marriage, motherhood, business and success. The show where you get to know that you don't need to choose between motherhood and success. Welcome to the Irish Mummy. On today's episode, we are talking about how to teach your children powerful life lessons in tough situations. This is all your episode, Rosie. Adam would like to discuss. Just kidding. I felt inspired to talk about this today because Patty and I were away last Friday and Saturday together. Um, and we had a really tough time in a great way. Um, so we went away hunting and we were just, we just, we went away with a, a group of other people and went away with a really good friend of mine and, and his son and him and Patty are about the same age. And we weren't successful in the area we were in. So the, the guide or the outfitter, he decided that we should go to a different mountain. Like, and I'm talking, these are mountain mountains, like where we were. We're mountain, mountain. Like we're at 10,000 feet. <laughs> like it was, it was high. And anyway, so um, it was warm. Um, we, we got to the top. It was about 11 a.m. Um, or just, yeah, about 11-ish. Um, we had to go up on like these little side-by-sides, like little four-wheelers up to the top. And we got to the top and the, the guide said, look, it's, it's probably like a, like a four-mile hike. So that's, what's that in kilometers, like seven kilometers or something like that. I'm like, okay, that sounds intense, but it'll be okay. I didn't, and it looked reasonably clear, you know what I mean? Not thick underbrush or anything like that. So we filled up the packs, filled it up with water and snacks for the boys and some lunch stuff, and we started hiking. So we walked down this descent, and then we had to go up, up another side of this mountain. Now, we didn't go, like, right to the bottom and then up the top. Like, it was like we went down, like, 400 feet, then up 500 feet. And we got to the top and the guide um, had lost his GPS. Like somewhere between, like in that like 30 minutes of walking, he'd lost his GPS that that we were, we we had dogs with us, we were hunting with dogs and it just got lost. And so he went back to try and look for it along the way. And in that time, we just started walking along the top. And we come across uh, like a um, a Native American Indian, like an old, like it wasn't a campsite, but it was where they'd been making arrows. So the kids found arrowheads, which was like super cool. Mm-hmm. And why we found them was because there'd been so much, you know how much rain and snow there'd been, it had washed away all the topsoil. And these things looked brand new, but they're like uh. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. But anyway, that was the fun, easy part. Because up until then, like the boys were really enjoying it. We're 30 minutes in. And we thought we'd walked a, a lot further than we, I thought we were going to be like an hour and a half, two hours, you know what yeah. I mean? So like on a treadmill, you do like six, seven kilometers an hour walking. And then we got into like this gully where like all the rain and like the runoff from the snow washes down. Cause these mountains up until like a month ago were totally covered in like beaten feet of snow. Anyway, we walked down and it was tough. Like, I mean, this wasn't hiking. Like we were going under boulders and fallen trees, climbing over things. We had to sort of scale the sides of like not cliffs, but like pretty steep drop offs with like shale and stuff on them. And we were about 
we'd be walking for about an hour and a half. And Paddy goes, Dad, how much longer? And I said, and it was hot. And I said, about an hour. And he's like, oh, man, like, I'm, he said, I'm tired. And it was about 12.30 by now, um, maybe a little bit later, maybe one. And we just kept, we kept going. I just kept trying to, like, talk him through it. And then we found, so elk, which are, like, they're sort of related to deer, but they're massive. Like, a deer is, like, 200 pounds, and elk are, like, nearly 1,000 pounds for bull, 800 pounds. And they have the, how big is that? Ant? We found a set of antlers. So every year they drop their antlers and regrow. So how big are they? Like, it's like three, four foot long in that mm-hmm. thing. And weighs probably like 10, 15 kilos or like 20, 30 pounds. And, and like Patty was so stoked. So I carried it. I put it and I'm like, I'll carry it. We're not that far. We must've walked two or three miles. We've only got like a mile and a half left. But um, then I asked, the, I asked the guide and he's like, uh, I said, how far have we got? And he goes, well, it was four and a half miles as the crow flies. And he said, we're doing like these zigzags and we've got to go like up, down, around. And he said, we've, it's probably going to be like double or more of that. So what I thought was going to be like this four mile hike was going to be like 10 mm-hmm. through really tough terrain. And um, Patty's not super into sports. You know what I mean? He loves hunting and he loves being outside and he loves that. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not super interested in sport, um, would be, yeah, he just doesn't. Yeah. It's just not his thing. Yeah. Um, but he loves being outdoors and fishing and everything like that. So we keep going and then we're like two and a half hours into this thing and the boy, like Patty's struggling, like. It's hot. He's been walking for two and a half hours. Give or take a couple of five minutes. He's so tired. And he got- oh my gosh. So we stopped and we had, we stopped for about 15, 20 minutes and the boys had some, some lunch and stuff like that. Um, and a drink. And I thought, man, we can, he kept, and then he kept asking. I'm like, I actually don't know. Like I said, but I didn't want to tell him that. I said, oh, we probably got like an hour. And he said, but you said we had an hour, like an hour and a half ago. And I said, okay, well, we're, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. And anyway, we I realized that I hope people are not boring and death with this story, but like it's it's a long one. But anyway, we keep going and then we come across all these fossils, like coral, because it used to be under the ocean, this thing. And then we found like petrified um, trees. So I bought some of that home and it was pretty cool, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. it was like, and anyway, so, so far we found arrowheads, tools. We found another thing, I can't remember what they're called, but where the the Native American Indians would grind the corn on another bigger, big, bigger rock, and it sort of made a dish in the middle. We found like a few of those where we didn't touch them or anything, or take them or anything like that. Anyway, we kept going, but it and then Patty um, sprained his ankle a little bit, and we were like three and a bit hours in, and I still and we still had like two or three, two of the four and a half miles to go. So all up, we were five mile, five hours. We hiked. Four and a half to five hours. And as we were getting through, I'm like, Patty was struggling. I'm like, well, how can I help him? Like, what's the lesson I can teach him? Because if I just allowed him to sit in his pain and his misery of like this never ending journey, like it was just tough for him. So when I said to him, like, Patty, because Patty likes to read more books. Like you went to the library today and like 90% of the books he bought home were about war and soldiers and armies and stuff like that i said patty imagine 
I said, you remember, because we went to Normandy, remember we went to the beaches and stuff, and he got that, that book about it, and he, it really moved him. And I said, imagine, like, the soldiers in World War II, and they were, like, hiked for 30 miles, like, all day, and then they'd get two hours of sleep, and they'd have to get up and do that, and they did that for some of them for six years. And I said, like, you're doing something really, really hard. And I said, and we don't know when it's going to finish, but we know it will finish. And I said, in life, you'll come up against these tough things that feel like they're never going to end, but everything has a finish. And he just, something changed in him. Like he was like, yeah, dad, like I can do this. I feel like that with the monthly cycle. Oh my gosh. I feel so sorry for you. Been, you know, it's going to finish. And you haven't had one in like years. Let's not go into that yet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a different episode. Exactly. I'm not ready to talk about it yet. But anyway, so we keep going. We, we walk for another hour and a half, two hours, like nearly five hours in total. And just as we could see like where the vehicles were up on this dirt road to pick us up, there's a freaking river that we have to cross. I thought it was, it wasn't crazy big. Do you know how much flooding's going on? But it was enough to totally deflate the boys. Like Paddy was deflated. Like he's just walked for five hours for what he thought was going to be an in hour, five, like 15 minutes or something like that, or half an hour. Like I've never pushed him that hard before. Like we've been maybe like an hour and a half too. And that takes mental strength as well as, well as physical. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was totally deflated. I'd carried like 30 pounds of rocks in my back plus a 30 pound antler and tried to help him. I was stuffed. You know what I mean? So we get to this river and he just, you could just see he's like, he's just whole body sank. And anyway, we, I said to him, Patty, like in life, just before the finish line, they can, there's mostly, Something. Most of the time, some final hurdle. You have yeah. And anyway, so we, so we got across it and everything was fine. Obviously, it was tired. But it just made me think about, like, the way we teach our kids. Like, I could have I spent all the time, like, ranking, come on, Patty, hurry up, or something. Or I could have, like, turned it around and shared something. And, lesson. And I think that's really important. Because sometimes we shield our kids from hard times and all we're doing is delaying pain. Well, I think the other important thing is like using life to teach them lessons as, a vo- as opposed to thinking it's just our job to help them float through life. Like, so true. like it's, it's our job to teach them lessons and help them to become more. Equip them and, and, and like... Like, I, I always think about like, okay, and I always say to the kids, it's like, I'm trying to help you so that when you're older and I'm not there, life is easier for you because you know how to make good decisions or you know how to make good choices or you know what to do when I'm not there. So it's like anything that I can teach them now that's going to make their life easier as adults. And I don't mean easier. I mean, like, like just that that they can function better as an adult. So true. Like you look at all those skills that Patty picked up. And the funny thing was, Rosie, like the part I didn't tell you is when we're up the top and they were saying, who wants to come? And I'm like, and I asked how long it was roughly going to be and stuff. And um, 
And that's like, I thought it was going to be like two hours. I nearly said, no, we'll stay with the trucks and help bring the truck, the side-by-sides down, the, the hour drive back down. Because I was worried about like how, how it would be for Patty. You know what I mean? Like I nearly took You nearly shielded him. I nearly shielded him from that growth. And I think one of the, the most challenging things that, um, that's happening in the world is we're, we're like trying to make life way too easy for our kids. You know why I think people are trying to make life too easy for kids is because they don't know what to teach their kids. Like they don't realize they need to teach them principles. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the hard thing in life is that like sometimes people think that like, you know, how people think like the world wasn't created medicineless, like like there's plants that are like can act like medicine in the plant on the on the world. But like we weren't left guideless, like there are principles that you can teach your kids that they can help govern their lives with. And the interesting thing is, if someone doesn't teach you the principles, you can't pass them on to your children. And I think like these are all those little lessons that that. if we can teach our children principles, then they can govern their own lives because they know how to make good choices. It's like with money. If you teach children how to manage money and how to earn money and how to be a steward over money, then you don't need to worry about your children's financial situation. Yeah, taught them the ways to govern it. Yeah. And like one of the key things up where we saw, so where we were, none of the arrowheads we found were finished. That was the discard pile. Like they'd made a mistake and thrown them out. Uh, and to sit there and be able to teach Patty, like you look at all this hard work and they made one mistake and, and it broke it. and they had to throw it out. I'm like, we were there if something breaks, we just order another one on Amazon. You know yeah. what I mean? It turns up overnight or mysteriously the next day. And to show him like that level of hard work that was 100% necessary to survive, otherwise they wouldn't eat. Yeah. And to sit there and show that to him and be like, look at all these fragments. Like that was, that was a failure. That was a failure. That one broke. And the one he's got is so close to being perfect. Wow. But there was yeah. just like one breakage at the end after they chipped all the little bits off the side, you know what I mean, with another rock. And this is like probably 400, three, 400 years old, maybe longer, even older than that. I don't even know. But just to be able to share that with him, he'd be like, dude, like that's investment. That's hard work. And it, look at all the failures. But And you know what the craziest thing was? The, the guide said, you won't find the good ones. Because they use those, yeah, until they broke, yeah. and it's such a powerful life lesson for him. Like we're only seeing the failure, and it's and I'm like, the most their successes, no one saw. They saw the fruits of the successes because they were able to take down an animal and feed people. And I'm like, that's just so. There were so many powerful things, and then I able and then we're able to teach him tender mercies, because we were we went for a specific purpose. We didn't find what we were looking for on the hunt, but we found the arrowhead, the elk um, elk antlers, and the petrified wood fossils. And I think the other thing as well is one thing, you know, for me as a parent, Paddy sacrificed a lot when he was younger mm-hmm. and, you know, even up until recently. But for everything he sacrificed, he was blessed with so much more. Oh, yeah. And I always think of that thing, like give up something good for something great 
there are things that Paddy's experienced in his life now, like like that, but more that this, you know, Paddy's really good at delayed gratification. Yeah, and we he's amazing. Like he'll, we can rationally talk to him, and and he'll we'll offer him an alternative that's like maybe easier. It can happen quicker, or something that's much more powerful, but maybe needs a little bit more time to to create. And he'll always choose the greater option. Yeah. And you know what I thought about as well? I was thinking today, like Paddy and and the other kids as well, but Paddy, because he would have had more understanding. There's two things. Paddy appreciates everything, but he he's learned not to be attached to things. So mm-hmm. he's gratitude for anything he does have, but he's not attached to material things either. No. And I think Lots that's experiences. I but I think that's the most important thing is that teaching your kids to have gratitude for all they have, but not being attached to them for their happiness. So like, you know, Patty really appreciated like getting to experience, you know, those things that were like ancient and all that. He but, loves history. But he also appreciated that that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. That like that he was being rewarded with a blessing because of other things that he sacrifices. Mm. And I just, that's one, that's one thing. Like I used to always be like, when we were like trying to create this life for the kids, we had to make sacrifices to get to this point. And I always was like, I hope the kids don't ever feel like they were robbed, like where they didn't get to do other things that maybe other kids got to do when they were younger. And it's funny because now that they're getting to experience such like powerful things, it's only now when when I meet other people and they're like, oh, I wish I could have done that. Or, wow, that's so cool that that just happened. Or yeah, like we had a friend over um, on Sunday, on Sunday for for like lunch slash dinner. And, and Patty came out and showed him the arrowhead. And he's like, I can't believe that Patty, like our good friends, like 40 Seven, and he's like, all my life. I've been looking for that all my life. He said, I've spent days out in the mountains and stuff looking for these. And you go out and you find it like in like the first 30 minutes of a hike. And it, and it just acknowledged and confirmed for Paddy that that was like what you said. It I was still proud of like I, You know what the thing is? And like the other thing is like I just reinforced how proud I was of him. Like I just hugged him when we got back to the to the to the side by side and I said, Patty, like what you just did, like a lot of um, the vast majority of adults would have struggled, wouldn't have been able to do. And I said, I am so proud of you. And it's so interesting because he has come so far with his physical strength. Yeah. And it's interesting that I know that he's got a passion for being outdoors. Because when it comes to like you going hunting, he has done things that I would have like been like, wow, I, I wouldn't have thought he would have had the, you know, yeah, the desire to like overcome that to do we it. We got up at 3.50 a.m. on Saturday <laughs> morning and we went to bed at like 10.30 and he never complained about being tired once until Sunday morning when we got oh, up. We didn't get home until like 11 p.m. on Sunday, uh, Saturday night. It was just, he's just such, he was such a stud and I was just so proud of him and he learned his potential. And I said to him, cause I, I learned at this guy called David Goggins and he said like, when you think you're at your limit, you're only 40% of yeah. there. And I said to him, Patty, like, 
I know you're hurting right now and I'm hurting. I have like a blister the size of a golf ball on my foot because I didn't think we were going to hike that far. I didn't put my proper hiking socks on. Thankfully, we did quit Patty um, that day. But I just said to him, Patty, like, this hurts and this is tough, but you're nowhere near your capacity of how great you are. Like, you, could, we can go so much further. Yeah. And I, I'm so grateful for it. I think that's why it's good as well to do things outside your normal routine because the like a change of senior, change of perspective allows you to push harder. Whereas I think when we get like too complacent in our everyday life, it's easy to just get into a comfort zone. And it's like sometimes it's good to have that like just that complete shift or change in your surroundings or environment to help you to like push further, like just get outside your comfort zone, have something to like motivate or inspire you that's different to your everyday life. Just so you can realize that you you can push your limits a bit more. I was so grateful for the weekend because like I fail a lot as a dad. You know what I mean? We it's being a parent is tough. I was gonna say being a parent is tough. I think it's less about we're failing and more than you're realizing yeah, I how just hard you're to come across like I'm some like wise parenting guru. Like like I screw things up a lot. And I was just grateful for that opportunity to be with him and just to learn with him. You know what I mean? And he felt like we both learned through that together. Yeah. Um, and it just helps. Like when you think, I'm reading a great book at the moment. It's like, if you think you're like past the point where you can like fix things, you are. Yeah. It's, it can be fixed. So, well, you know, what's interesting was Adam had gone for two nights and the first night, um, Sears and Dahi were like really upset, like bedtime was really like upsetting for them. And it was interesting, though, by the second night, we had really bonded because we had been like, you know, just done more special things together because you guys were gone. We did extra special things. And it was funny because we had such a tight bond the second night after the first night that it was kind of special for me with the with the kids. And then obviously you were back that night after they went to bed. So they that night going to bed, they knew you were going to be home that night as well. But it was interesting, even the them being so upset that you were gone made them really appreciate you. But then it also gave and me time to bond with them. Yeah. With them having the joy knowing you were going to be there when they woke up in the morning. And it was really powerful. I've enjoyed this episode. I know I I apologize for the like the ten minute rambling start, but I just wanted to like it was such a it was such a powerful thing and like even being up there and sharing and like look what God's created for us, Patty. And we were in this we we're in this like gully where the all the rain over like thousands or tens of thousands of years had like carved this like tunnel out of the rock with the rain, and there were boulders inside the cu- size of cars. That it had thrown down the side of this mountain. Wow. And there were like coal seams and like all these crazy rocks. Like Patty's got this rock that's like hollowed out in the middle. It's not man-made, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, look, look what God's created for us, Patty. And we get to be here. And he said, Dad, it's like going back in time. Because there was hot, there wasn't any rubbish. Like hardly anyone had been in these places before. Wow. And it was just such a blessing. And um yeah, I just, I was just, to be able to sit there and just be That's there. That's interesting. That might have been the first year that they've been exposed. A lot of it, yeah, because all the debris had washed off. Isn't that interesting? So again, for Paddy, like that 
that the, the exact timing was perfect. Because it's been like the most rainfall uh, precipitation in terms of snow and water in 50 years. God is good. Amen. Well, we hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're not following me already, you can follow me on Instagram, the underscore Irish underscore mummy, M-U-M-M-Y. Mm-hmm.